Welcome to The Drive with Josh Downs, a faith-based coaching podcast where I'll share weekly thoughts, principles, insights, and more, all designed to help you build a better self, to better love yourself, so that you can better become all you were meant to be. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another week of The Drive podcast. I'm Josh Downs, and today's episode is episode 511, Fret Not. That uh, is a very interesting word. We're going to explore a little bit today about what it means to fret and how we can better fret not. (laughs) Uh, One of the reasons that I I chose this, I'll get into in in just a little bit, but it kind of originated with an experience that I had with my daughters recently and that I have had multiple times, really, throughout my life. They have been so good at always helping me come back to center whenever I've been worried about something. Right? They just have a childlike faith, which is one of the things I've wanted to try to, to work on and develop in myself. And I think they could tell lately that there have been a few things that have been weighing on my mind that I've been a little worried about. And one of the things that they're always so good to do is whenever something like that is, is happening, they can sense it, right? they can feel it, they'll approach me and say, hey, Dad, don't worry. It'll be okay. And I've always appreciated that about them. And I've tried to help them as well when they've been in situations where I could tell they were concerned, worried, and afraid. And I would try to remind them as well, don't worry, it'll be okay. I think we often do that for each other, don't we? There are those in our lives when we are stressed out, when we're worried that will kind of tell us, hey, don't worry, it's going to be okay. And when we see others stressing and going through things, we do the same for them and tell them, hey, don't worry, it'll be okay. Well, in a lot of ways, that's the message that I wanted to give to you today. I don't know what it is that you're stressed about or that you're worried about or concerned about or that has been keeping you up at night a bit, but I do want to tell you not to worry about it, that it will be okay. The word fret, which I chose to focus on this week, is is kind of an interesting one. And the definition of fret means to be constantly or visibly worried or anxious. And there's an even further explanation if you look at the the meaning of the word fret as it relates to the Old English version of the word. Fret comes from the Old English word fretan, which means to devour like an animal. And I thought that was such an interesting definition of the, the word and adds really a lot of meaning to it. Because when you and I fret or, or really worry intently over something, it devours or consumes our thoughts, doesn't it? It even devours and consumes our peace and sometimes can consume and devour our faith. And if we're not careful, our worries can become extremely burdensome as we carry them throughout life. It reminds me of a story that I once heard called The Burden, where two monks were returning to their monastery in the evening once, and it had rained and there were puddles of water on the roadsides. At one place, there was a beautiful young woman who was standing unable to walk across the road because of a puddle of water. And so the elder of the two monks went up to her, lifted her up, and carried her across to the other side of the road, and then continued his way to the monastery. In the evening, the younger monk came to the elder monk and said, Sir, as monks, we cannot touch a woman. To which the elder monk answered, Yes, brother. Then the younger monk asked again, But then, sir, how is it that you lifted that woman on the roadside and helped her get to the other side? Hearing about that worry and concern that had become a burden to the younger monk since that event, the elder monk smiled at him and told him, I left her on the other side of the road, but you are still carrying her. (laughs) His worrying had become a burden to him much longer than it was to the other monk. 
I'm sure they both shared the same concern, but the one left his concern behind when he put the woman down after helping her, and the other was still carrying it. Really, excessive worrying creates excessive thoughts. Drowning in thoughts can be similar to almost drowning in murky water. Feeling out of control, lost, and without a sense of direction, you can't change what is going to happen. But what we can change are our thoughts. Our thoughts change our perception. And that really is what becomes the task at hand whenever we are dealing with anything that is concerning or causing us to worry or fret. A man by the name of John Locke wrote, What worries you masters you. And I want you to think about that simple phrase, what worries you masters you, because I really think that it does. The most quoted book in the New Testament by Christ, surprisingly, was the book of Psalms, a collection of moving poetry that recounts Israel's covenant relationship with God. And it's in Psalms 37 where I came across this word in a phrase mentioned three times. And the phrase was, fret not. Now I want you to listen to this beautiful interpretation of the phrase fret not. Fretting means getting ourselves out of joint, mentally or spiritually. It's one thing to say, do not fret, but something very different to have such a nature that you find yourself unable to fret. (laughs) It's easy to say, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him until our own little world is turned upside down and we are forced to live in confusion and agony like so many other people. So I suppose the question could then be asked, is it possible to rest in the Lord then? If this do not doesn't work there, then it will not work anywhere. This do not must work during our days of difficulty and certain uncertainty, as well as our peaceful days, where it will never work. And if it will not work in your particular case, then it will not work for anyone else. Resting in the Lord is not dependent on your external circumstances at all, but in your relationship with God himself. Worrying always results in sin. I think that's such an interesting observation. We tend to think that a little anxiety and worry are simply an indication of how wise we really are. Yet, it is actually a much better indication of just how wicked we are. (laughs) Fretting rises from our determination to have our own way. I want to repeat that. Fretting or worrying rises from our determination to have our own way. The Lord never worried and was never anxious because his purpose was never to accomplish his own plans, but to fulfill God's plan. And so when you look at it that way, fretting and worrying really puts us in a state of opposition to God and his will for us. In one article that I came across, the question was posed, have you been propping up that foolish soul of yours with the idea that your circumstances are too much for God to handle? Then set all your opinions and speculations aside and abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Deliberately tell God that you will not fret about whatever concerns you, that all of our fretting and worrying is caused by planning without God. (laughs) A great scripture that comes to mind that kind of teaches the same things is found in Philippians chapter 4 verse 6, where we are counseled to be careful for nothing. The Greek, under the Greek interpretation, that means to to not be unduly concerned about anything. Gordon B. Hinckley was one of the most positive spiritual and optimistic religious leaders that I've ever known. And he always used to say things like, I pray over my problems, but I don't worry about them. And that's how I want to be. (laughs) I want to get to that point. And hopefully we can all kind of acknowledge that that's somewhere that we'd like to be. 
And in that same chapter of Philippians, chapter 4, but in verse 13, we find another truth that can maybe help us to get there, where the Apostle Paul teaches, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Joseph B. Worthland once taught that when it comes to developing a relationship with God, faith and confidence in his plan for your life, that there is a formula found in the verses back in Psalms chapter 37, in particularly verses 1 through 7, that can help us with that. And the first step is to fret not in verse 1. Because fret means to worry or to brood about something as we've talked about. The first thing that we must do is stop worrying. When we worry about the future, we create unhappiness in the present. Righteous concern may lead us to take appropriate action, but worrying about things we cannot control can paralyze and demoralize us. Instead of worrying, focus on doing all that you can and then leave the worrying to your Heavenly Father. If your heart is right with Him, He will take care of the worry and the fear. We must learn to fret not. I love that. The second step, he says, is to trust then in the Lord. Why should we trust in him? Because he is our loving, all-wise Father in heaven. Because he is the giver of all good gifts. Because he knows us and wants us to be happy, successful, and return to him. God is in his heaven. He is perfect, and he loves us. And the third step is to just simply do good, as it says in Psalms 37.3. We do good because we're followers of Christ. Our Heavenly Father expects our actions to serve as a living testimony to our words. As we do good, the Lord can bless our efforts. The fourth step is to delight thyself in the Lord, as it says in verse 4. What a wonderful doctrine. Instead of worrying or grumbling that our prayers have gone unanswered, we should delight ourselves in the Lord. Be grateful. Be happy. Know that the Lord, in His timing, will bring about all your righteous desires. Sometimes in ways that we predict and sometimes in ways that we could not have possibly foreseen. What a wonderful recipe for happiness and peace. Those who delight in the Lord, even in times of adversity, will carry with them through their trials an inner abiding peace. The next time you are tempted to grumble, think of this passage and instead delight yourself in the Lord. Your step will be a little lighter, your worries a little less oppressive. And people may even want to be around you a little more. (laughs) I love that. The the fifth step, he says, is to commit thy way unto the Lord. In verse 5, no matter what your worries are, commit yourself to keeping his commandments. And the sixth step is to simply rest in the Lord. Sometimes the hardest thing that we can do is wait. The Lord has his own timetable. And although it may frustrate us, his timing is always perfect. When we rest in the Lord... We allow Him to work His will for us in His own time and in His own way. One of my favorite statements from Gordon B. Hinckley that really summarizes all of this is when he said, It isn't as bad as you sometimes think it is. It all works out. Don't worry. I say that to myself every morning. It all works out in the end. Put your trust in God and move forward with faith and confidence in the future. The Lord will not forsake us. He will not forsake us. If we put our trust in Him, if we pray to Him, if we live worthy of His blessings, He will hear our prayers. I hear repeated multiple times throughout scriptures that concept of don't worry, fret not, fear not, be not afraid, only believe. Now, I know a lot of times it's easier said than done. So what are some of the things that we could do that are more practical to help us stop worrying? Let me give you just a few suggestions as I spend a little bit of time studying how to help all of us stop worrying about things. Because again, I recognize it's so much easier said than done. 
But mindfulness and meditation is one thing that really can kind of help bring us back to center and help us to calm. Deep breathing along with that is another thing. And I've practiced this quite a bit, especially whenever I've gone to do different speaking engagements or anything that has felt uncomfortable or started to create anxiety in me. I've noticed when I really stop and just breathe deeply for a period of time, that often those thoughts and those feelings associated with the anxiety are often lessened. We can also practice self-compassion. Be patient with ourselves. It's okay if we struggle a little bit with worrying. That's very normal in human nature. So be patient with ourselves as we work through these things and and learn how to, to have more faith. Also, it's referenced that we can do a body scan, which I think is interesting. A body scan is, is where you pay attention to where those feelings are coming from in your body. A lot of times for me, they're just right in my chest, almost as if there's just a, a heavy weight that is there. And I think becoming aware of it and, and recognizing that and acknowledging that is a step to then being able to do more deep breathing and practice releasing it from that part of our body. Also, we can share our fears and our worries and our concerns with friends and family. Allow them to help carry the load with us. One of the things that also has been so helpful to me in learning to not worry so much is to practice gratitude. I just feel the more that I see that is good in the world, the more or the less I worry about that which is bad. The more that I have seen how things work out in my life, the less I worry about things that are not working out in my life. Another suggestion I came across was to keep an emotions journal, which I think is a very interesting one and a powerful one because a lot of times our worry and anxiety comes from built up emotions that have not been released. And so finding an outlet such as a journal to write about your feelings is one of the ways that we can release them and keep that from building up to the point where it begins to take over in our lives. Uh, And then last one is to maintain a consistent sleep schedule. Have you not noticed that you tend to worry more when you get less sleep? (laughs) There is a correlation, I swear, between this. The less sleep that we get, I swear, the more we tend to worry about our problems. So that's one thing we can all focus on doing a little bit better is getting better sleep. And one of the other things I came across that, that I thought was just helpful, maybe I share with you, is something called the 333 rule which whenever we feel an overwhelming sense of anxiety or fear or worry, the suggestion is made to look around you and name three things that you see. Just name them. And then three name three sounds that you hear. And then finally, move three parts of your body. Maybe your ankle, your fingers, or arm. Basically, whenever you feel your brain going 100 miles an hour, this mental trick can help center your mind, bringing you back to the present moment. And often I found that's what we really need the most is just something that can kind of bring us back to center and remind us like my daughters did at the beginning of this episode that I referenced that it's going to be okay, dad. It'll all work out. Don't worry about it. Being reminded in that way by those simple words in whatever way they come to us can be so helpful in bringing us back to center and grounding us in trust and in faith instead of fear and worry and help us to not fret. As it's recorded in 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. We're not meant to have that. We're not meant to carry that. We're not meant to fret. I remember growing up when I was young, there was kind of a catchy song that really encapsulates all of this message in just a simple wording and phrase, don't worry, be happy. (laughs) When we trust in God, this becomes not only possible, but probable. He makes it possible to fret not, because with him, 
there is not a fret that can't be solved or overcome. Because for with God, all things are possible. So my simple invitation and reminder to you, each of you that are listening today, as well as myself, is to simply not fret and to trust that with God, everything will work out and everything will be okay. Even if we can't see how it can possibly be that way, we can always choose faith over fear and just simply trust that it will. Thanks for listening to everybody today. I hope this reminder is helpful as you go throughout this week. Let's practice. Let's all practice being a little bit better at worrying a little bit less. And you know, speaking of gratitude as a solution to worry, if you haven't had a chance to listen to my audiobook, Gratitude Comes First, I would encourage you to grab that off of my website uh, and give it a, a listen. You're really going to love it. Also, if you haven't had a chance to listen to my uh, Come Follow Me podcast for teens, this week ties perfectly in with this episode today. So make sure you find that on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Give it a listen. You can also access it through my website. This week, it is centered around Christ's invitation to come unto me, as he says, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Rest from your pain, rest from your struggle, rest from your burdens, and certainly rest from your worries and from those things that are causing you to fret and instead learn to fret not. Have a great week, you guys. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and you're listening to The Drive.